Welcome, my name is Henry Lee. I'm the Business Development Officer for The Mentoring. Today, we're bringing you our next installment of The Mentoring Podcast to provide you with more insights and ways to help our community during this period. The Mentoring is a community-based charity supporting individuals through mentoring and guiding people of all ages and backgrounds. Today is an extra special session and I'm talking to my wife, Emily, who sits on the board of TMR. Don't worry, this isn't public marriage counselling, but more of a chance to discuss health and well-being for children. A subject Emily has a wealth of experience of and has, has been helping some of the mentoring community with recently. So, Emily, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So, first of all, uh, would you mind providing us with a, with a bit of a background and how you started working with TMR? Yes, I've been a primary school teacher now for the past 13 years and more recently have been focusing on helping children with special needs, vulnerable children and children from disadvantaged backgrounds. Um, We have also got two young children who are age five and eight. So looking at children's health and wellbeing is really important to me. Um, I first became involved with CMR actually through you, Henry, and um, you were doing some work with them. And I, after got after you got talking to Sir Jeffer, it turned out they were looking for a trustee with my skills and um, to help them with their changing clientele. And it was really important for me to support the mentoring. And um, through my work, I have seen what an impact having a positive role model can have in your person's life. Lovely, thank you, Emily. Um, and do you have particular philosophies when it comes to? helping young children and people, particularly with their their mental health? Well, in the current climate, there's never been a time when it hasn't it's been more important to safeguard the mental health of children and young people. The world has so many more influences today which can impact on a child's confidence and self-worth and self-esteem. From social media to gaming, the world can be a minefield for them and lots of young children find it a struggle to navigate their way through all of this. So I firmly believe that we should be teaching children at a young age how to look after their mental health themselves, just as they would look after their physical health. Um, In my class and with my own children, I really try to get them to think about having a good diet, exercising regularly, sleeping really well, having a variety of interests, and I really encourage them to talk, talk about how they're feeling with adults, talk about it with their friends, and try not to hide away from having emotions and having feelings. And it's really important to talk to adults and the people around them. We're quite a closed off nation when it comes to being emotional. And um, I think it's really important that we encourage children and young people to connect with each other and create those social bonds and not just through social media. Very good, thank you, Emily. And I can um, definitely relate to to the examples, obviously, when it comes to our own children. Um, Perhaps you could provide a little bit of an insight in terms of how it worked in the lockdown with us and our two little tearaways, and perhaps some of the things that that worked quite well, or we hope worked quite well with their their overall health. Yeah, our lockdown was really tricky because those social connections couldn't be had anymore. They couldn't see their friends. They couldn't socialise with people um, of their own age, but they also couldn't socialise with family members, grandparents, and that wider family that is really important to children these days. So we did have to rely a little bit on 
the dreaded computer and the dreaded screen, um, just to allow the children to see their friends through Zoom or through the Teams meetings that the schools had set up, to see their wider family. Yeah, and I, I, I'm sure there was things that we got wrong along along the way. Oh, but, definitely. Um, I should imagine saying. So. What would you would you say about uh, bringing you know some variety of, of different activities? Because I know uh, we don't try and do too much television or too much on the internet, but a bit of everything, I, I guess, is is good in a way for the children's health. Yeah, it's all about the balance. And um, I know how important sometimes putting a child in front of a television program can be for a bit of peace and quiet, and to be able to get things done. And that's absolutely okay. Never about banning any one thing altogether. But it's about the balance of interests for a child, about getting them outside, interested in the environment, interested in what's going on around them, and taking up new interests. During lockdown, we found a drama, um, a weekly drama online session for our team, which they really enjoyed. And it was all about singing and doing little performances with children from all over the country. Finding different computer site websites that they can go on and play games, um, playing board games, reading, writing. That, that Getting the balance of interest is really important for them. And uh, I, I can certainly remember a couple of occasions where yeah, things got quite fraught. The, the children obviously picking up on tension and, and the anxiety of, of things that are going on around them, especially with, with COVID. Are, are there any tips or do you remember any things that have worked well for for R2 or potentially maybe in the classroom to help help the children relax during those fraught times? One of the things I do um, both within my classes and at home with the children is I encourage them to practice meditation and breathing practices. I think it's really important for children to learn how to self-regulate their own emotions and meditation and breathing is key in doing that. Um, there are so many amazing um, videos on YouTube and books that you can use to help you with this. Um, it's it, just five minutes here and there every day just encourage them to stop think breathe visualize what um, they're doing during the day think about the good things think about what they want to talk about it's so key to help a child learn how to keep themselves calm and keep themselves happy and positive so cosmic yoga was that was that one of the ones we yeah used? cosmic yoga is a really good um set of videos which have lots of um yoga sessions done through stories um or popular tv programs one of our little boys favorite ones is the star wars cosmic yoga which does lots of yoga positions through the story of star wars so it's really accessible for them because he enjoys it and loves it and wants to do do the next yoga position as part of the story. There's also a, a breathing um, practice through cosmic yoga, which encourages the children to just lie down and it takes them through a visualization of a story. And each and each stage they learn about how to hold their breath, how to release their breath. Um, and it's just a really lovely, calming, um, session and it's about five minutes so it doesn't take up too much time either. 
Yeah, and and I guess it's also important that you, you're not going to get it right all of the time. There's other stresses going on in in your life, um, and yeah, you just won't get it right. So don't give yourself too much of a hard time. I guess. Oh, absolutely! It's one of the most difficult things you can do to parents, and nobody ever gets it right. But I think you you do the best that you can do in the situation you're in, and. At the end of the day, if you end the day with a kiss and a cuddle and you tell your children you love them, that's the most important thing. So going back to the mentoring, could you describe some of the things that um, that you did with the mentoring during the lockdown in particular? Yes, so because of lockdown, it meant that a lot of the valued and important groups that the mentoring run for children and their parents couldn't run face to face. So as a frustrated teacher working from home, I helped by running these groups online. Uh, one group was a toddler group where I did lots of singing and storytelling with my able assistants, my little boy and girl helping me alongside me. Um, this is really, really important. Um, singing and um, doing silly rhymes and listening to storytelling at a young age is absolutely essential for a child to develop their language skills. Um, they learn by parroting, they learn by watching, they learn by repetition at this age. So by joining in with the story, by joining in with the rhymes, by singing along to Incy Wincy Spider, they were learning their language skills. The other group that I did was run a young persons group. Um, it was a, a group of young boys and girls who, um, some of them went to school together, um, but obviously we're, we're in a lockdown situation and couldn't see anybody of their own age group. So we would come on and we would have a chat and we would talk about what's been going on, what schoolwork they've been doing. I would set them different tasks to do. Um, I asked them to get creative, make me a robot out of junk, um, draw me a picture of what you would look like as a superhero. Um, and then I would encourage them to show the work they've done, talk about what they had done, what did they enjoy doing about the work. And um, I'd encourage them to ask questions to each other about what they were doing. And very often the children would go off and talk between themselves. And I would just be there to listen to their talk and listen to their chatter. Um, quite, quite a lot they would carry on after I'd left as well. But it was a real pleasure to watch them communicating with each other and communicating with people of their own age. Yeah, that's really interesting, Emily, because I guess for, for children, that's one of the areas that have been really lacking during COVID and the lockdown is that engagement with their, their peers, which is so important for their, their development. Absolutely. And um, we talk about them learning through parroting and through repetition, and, and they learn so much from their, the adults around them but actually they learn more from their peers. They learn how to share, how to take turns, how to communicate, how to cooperate um, and these are really, really important skills as they grow up. And I know from watching the children um, at my school as they've returned, the best thing about returning is being with their friends, being with their peers being able to bounce their ideas off each other in the classroom, being able to talk to each other about what they're doing instead of being at home in front of a computer and isolated. 
And obviously now we're in um, mid-December, getting close to, to Christmas 2020. Unfortunately, we're not out of the woods from a, from a COVID perspective and more lockdowns essentially on the way. If there's two or three things that our listeners should think about in terms of helping to safeguard their, their children's mental health during this period, what, what would they be? Oh, it's so important to encourage your children to just lead a really happy, healthy lifestyle. Those things I was talking about before, having a good diet and exercise and sleep, that's your building blocks for leading a happy, healthy lifestyle. You need to encourage your children to enjoy life, lead a varied life, not to be on the computer all day, every day, to try out a new skill, to go to an out-of-school group, to do something in school that they've never done before, to be adventurous and brave in their life. Being outside and being in nature is absolutely vital. Um, a trip to the local park, a walk in the woods, a stroll on the beach, these are all things that are free, that we're allowed to do in this COVID time and just will make them and you feel so much better. Like I said before, talking is so important and now children pick up things all the time they listen to the news they listen to the radio they hear these words and these things that they don't understand and, and they can't comprehend what's going on so and it causes them a lot of anxiety so make the time every day to sit together with no distractions no phones no computers no television and, and give them the opportunity to talk about their day. Let them lead the conversation. Let them talk about the things that they're on their mind. We try to do this at dinner time, and it's a perfect time to do this, because you're all sat around facing each other, looking at each other, with a purpose to be in there. And give them the reins, let them take charge. Life is overwhelming for all of us, and um, even more so for them at the moment. Their, their little lives have been turned upside down, and everything they new and understood is, is different so teach them the skills to keep themselves calm to regulate their own emotions and like i said pop onto youtube put in children's meditation and you'll find such a wealth of practices on there but most importantly if you are worried about your child go and see your school talk to your school about what's going on there are so many people and practices and um, associations out there that can help you and you just need to tap into them. So it's really important to talk to somebody about your worries. Yeah, and, and as you mentioned, Emily, children can pick up on things that are going on around them and grown-ups aren't immune to the stress that's going on around them as well. So I guess one of the things is making some time for yourself and keeping yourself happy and healthy Absolutely. which as you know and and the relationship that you're in in the house as well so making time for your husband for example is a, is a critical one wouldn't, wouldn't you agree Emily? <laughs> oh absolutely they need attention as well <laughs> that whole process of just talking to each other is so important we can all build up these worries and anxieties in our mind and and overthink them and overanalyze them and so many of them can be resolved by just having a chat over and make it informal. Chat over a pizza is what we did the other night and it really helped us just to get clear a few things that have been going on 
in our household recently? Yeah, so I think what we've tried to cover in this podcast is, is, is obviously there's going to be some a rocky road ahead really uh, next year. There's definitely some hope with the vaccine and things beginning to look more positive, but of course there, there is more stress out there. And, and so hopefully what we've got across is that by looking after yourself and keeping yourself healthy and in your relationship as well, uh, and bringing variety into your relationship with, with your children, that there, there is a way to remain healthy for your children to continue to develop as, as, they, as they should be. Children are very resilient, and hopefully we've given some some tools that are, first of all, they're, they're free, accessible, and there's a variety of them that, that will really, really help in the, in the coming months. Yes, absolutely. And just remember, it's a difficult job and nobody ever gets it perfect with parenting, so never to be too hard on yourself. And just enjoy the time that you have with your family and your children and remember it doesn't have to be perfect it just has to be loving well thank you emily it was uh, it was a treat having my my wife on the uh, the second ever tmr podcast um yeah i, I think we'll, we'll invite you back again <laughs> well thank you for inviting me into your office you're always welcome <laughs> In the 10 years of TMR's existence, we have been generously supported by very many individuals and organisations. For sustainability of projects and the work supporting individuals, TMR needs ongoing financial support from passionate people like you. If you would like to support us through sponsorship or volunteering, please make contact using the email in this podcast note. We would also like to make this podcast a regular feature, so if you or anyone in your network has a mentoring story, or would like to contribute to the discussion in any way, we'd love to hear from you. We look forward to bringing you the next instalment of the podcast. And in the meantime, stay safe, happy and healthy. And above all, a very Merry Christmas from the team at The Mentoring. Thank you, Henry and Emily, for such an insight episode. We are thankful to our staff, volunteers, trustees for coming together connecting digitally with everyone. We couldn't have made it through 2020 without your support. We've been surrounded by so much of uncertainty lately, but this doesn't mean we have to continue with fear. Reflecting back the past 11 months, 2020 has pushed us to use the digital platform and continue the services that we were providing. Together, we learned new technology, a new way of mentoring and supporting. In these unprecedented times, it's important to empathize with vulnerable individuals, and we continue to do by staying connected digitally and listening to their stories and experiences. The mentoring has exciting new workshops and projects in the pipeline for the new year 2021, and we cannot wait to share them with you. We wish you and yours a Happy New Year 2021 filled with hope and we look forward to seeing you again in 2021.